So, you guys all went to the Stones. Yes. My question is this. We're talking about, there's a big question whether golfers take steroids mm-hmm. or enhance our game. Why is there a... Why is there a dichotomy between we don't want our athletes taking anything like that, but we, we sure hope it. we no we expect our rock stars to do it in order to give us a good show? If we knew that, let's say if Mick Jagger could only perform the way he does unless he's hopped up on whatever, he's doing. If, a bunch if of he did it, if he did it sober, he would suck. So we want we expect him to do all those drugs. We would hope he would in order to justify our four hundred dollar ticket. But if an athlete does something like that. We go nuts. Because part of the joy of watching a rock star is watching them burn out early and being found in a hotel room. <laughs> Strapped to a wooden chair with a rig hanging out of their arm. Right. That is part of the Something entertainment value. That. And the entertainment value of the That's athlete. Entertainment value. <laughs> yeah. Is we want to see you guys when it's it's of the body, right? It's about exalting the body, not yeah, harming you, it, the way rock stars about harming like the body. records that are being set when the body's all hopped up on whatever. It just seems odd but, to me. But if the Stones or Michael Jackson or whoever, big-time mm. performer, Tom Cruise, the only way they got to their level of, of performance was doing as many illegal things as possible. Yeah. Sounds like you're we just asking care. the same question again. Well, no, but, it, but it, it's still entertainment versus sports. Rick's point is, is if you found out tomorrow Tiger Woods was, was on steroids and he made all this money by using steroids yeah, that's and everything, you'd be, you'd be freaked out. You'd be freaked out. But you know what? All these other guys who are making the same amount of money doing whatever they're doing as yeah. entertainers, then we don't care. If it's not a sport. Yes. Yeah. I just don't understand the way the world it's is. It's competition, and there's other guys you're competing against. I don't compare titles. myself. I don't compare myself to Keith Richards as a guitar player. I don't know if anybody really does. <laughs> I do, but I compare I myself. Do. Yeah, sometimes late at I night I'll just sit there and kind of compare myself. <laughs> I to guarantee him. you, after seeing that concert last week, that you are a better guitar player than he is, or care more, or well. care more, because he barely played. <laughs> he's still better. <laughs> he's still much better than I am, probably. So I didn't go to. I prob- Ooh, probably. There's a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably the only guy yeah, didn't go to that concert. <laughs> no, he's he's better than me. But are they just? He, you are right in that he would just kind of he just kind of stopped yeah, playing for a little playing. while. Did you notice that one of the lead, one of the backup singers was playing guitar in yeah. the background covering him? Mm-hmm. Are they just playing props acoustic, now? Acoustic, though. No, 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 no. There was one that was playing, playing, playing electric, playing electric also, at another yeah. point. Oh, yeah. So do they have their own <laughs> cover band there? Kind of. The you only know, one who's in, props? Charlie Watts is into it, and Mick Jagger is obviously way into it. Right. You know, I mean, he saves the show probably every single time they step out there. I mean, I would have loved to have seen him He's back incre- in 75. I mean, I'm not a Stones fan. He was incredible. Mick Jagger? He was incredible. Wasn't that amazing? I'm God, telling you. Just, I, I still get a smile on my face thinking about it. Yeah, he was incredible. It's amazing. He literally, I mean, I was just sitting there in awe of him. And a couple times I'd laugh. I think it was just because I'm, ju- I'm just shocked. Would you laugh? Anytime he did something really prissy. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. did, oh, red ahead of fries, red sound like Nick. Yeah. You just have to laugh. And at I the end thought, of- you guys didn't talk about it, it, it you know, on the show, but I thought the way they even just came out was uh-huh. so cool. I mean, all of a sudden they just start playing. Keith Richards starts playing. And all of a sudden Mick Jagger just comes out and starts I know. What's funny is we, had, so cool. we were sitting, um, let's say I'm. In Gayville. There's no Gayville section oh. at the AC, but let's let's say that I'm oh, looking sorry. out. I'm I'm <laughs> oh, no. looking out. Forgot we have younger audience in here. <laughs> I'm looking out towards the crowd, like uh, I'm on the stage, you know, looking out. And we were sitting up here to the right, and about 15 rows up, side stage. So we saw Mick run out, like run out, and right. the minute you could see his head, he was in character and ready to yeah. go. And then it was funny because we could see all the costume changes as well. We were really oh, close. Oh, really? And he would run back there behind the drum kit, and 
he couldn't stop moving. I mean, the, the whole time people are putting on hats and coats, and he's taking shirts off, and he's wiggling around and just getting, you know, being all micked out, you know. And it was like, God, he never, ever What is he, 61, 62? 62. How long do you think it takes him to recover after a night like that? Plus, he's well, got to handle all the I'll change. He's got to handle the girls afterwards. That's another thing about know. about him. He's, is He's got a party afterwards. He's like I, on a health kick these days, from what I hear. He is. His uh, arms ripped. are yeah. huge. He's ripped. Really? He's really huge. ripped. Huge. He's now, as ripped he's, as anybody I've ever seen. And that, as thin as he is, I mean, he's really he's pure thin. muscle. I bet his body uh, body fat is about 4%. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. What is mine? Okay. Okay. Really, his arms right, so are ripped. Huh? As you guys are a little bit more mine musically intelligent than I am, I got two questions for you. First off, do you love me? Those. Those. Acrylic boards across the drummers, and they had oh. like he was cased in there. Yeah, what was that about? It's just to it's to prevent feedback from those microphones because they have to crank them up, and so it's trying to create a little bit of a sound booth for those drums where the microphones can get accurate readings off those drums without okay. picking up too much ambient and the, noise. And then the other thing was at the end of the show, I kind of felt like the show needed another encore. Uh huh. Didn't you? I mean, it didn't Yeah, well, they kind of like teased you because they didn't turn the lights back the on lights for a while. On and, and so they didn't it, know then, obviously. They were deciding whether to do right. another yeah. encore. So did, 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 you know what I heard? You remember those three girls who showed us how girly they were? Right. I was sitting right above where, where, them. Where really? Were they? I was, they were uh, three rows off the stage. So you were really close. I was up, and I was just on the side of them, just ten rows up. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so Mick came back over to them and kind of, I heard that Mick motioned towards them and everything, yes. and they went backstage. Yeah, uh, so his evening wasn't done. But the funny part the, was they so had no great. interest in... They were probably 18. They were, oh, they were young. But um, Keith Richards kept coming over and just doing this. Uh-huh. And every Telling time he'd do, do it, it. <laughs> they'd do it. I mean, it was really? funny. He was egging them on every time. Showing their belly button. Do you know how many of those he has seen, and yet still... He still had to see some more. He just comes over there. The fun part of it was... snake tongue coming out. There were some real roots coming over right next to him and doing it right next to him. That's exactly what Keith would turn around. So you take Keith, whenever he'd walk around, he'd just leave a slug trail behind him. So you take his life or Paul McCartney's? Who? Which one? Would Keith, you, Mick Jack. Mick or, Mick or, or Paul McCartney? Mick. I would take Mick in a second. Yeah. Mick's had a much more fun life than Paul McCartney. Mick, Mick is the, the... He'll never be topped as far as rock star status or the way he handles himself on stage. I mean, people can try to emulate him, but there's it's impossible. He is the... This is your biggest man crush I've ever but heard. It, would you... Oh, there's... It's would always you, uh, been that way. It's always been that way. Would you take Mick's life if the Bowie thing was true, though? Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to. Where is he anyway? Where is David Bowie? I mean, he's England? he's he's he's, he's I think a billionaire. He waits back at the hotel while Mick performs. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he a billionaire? Yeah. He yeah, sits up he, knitting, waiting for when him. When was the last time he made an album? Yeah, didn't Bowie sell his future royalties yes. or some kind of weird yes. business deal? He just put out an album like a year ago. Did he he's really? Great yeah, he keeps he he actually makes an attempt to stay current, like his his stuff. Kind of follows. He's hip hop now. No, I mean he he did like an electronica album, you know, and then he. I think the yeah, last he's one. A, he's a wealthiest musician. That's so, what I was wondering. Yeah, he's yeah because he sold. He did a really good. good well, he's deal. also he's, he's you know. Sounds like you know Mick a lot about has, it. Mick has to split it up through the whole band. It's only David Bowie. I would not be surprised if Mick got three times as much as those other guys. He deserves he it. Should. Well, he deserves it. He should get all of it. They split it equally. Yeah. No, I think. That's Keith crazy. Be happy with twenty bucks. <laughs> you watch well, I mean, him. What he's smoking cigarettes as he's playing. They split it equally as far as. How do you know that? It's in their books. He does. He I've read. <laughs> it's in their books. But Bowie's kind of enjoying 
a renaissance because all that 70s glam stuff is coming back. So. Is he still married to Iman or Iman? Iman, yeah. Iman. Imax. I don't know. Did you end up going to the Stones? No, I'm so bitter that I didn't. But How can they pay Keith Richards the same amount as Mick Jagger for that performance? Hey, Barbie. How is that fair? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't hey, play Barbie. half the time. He didn't. He really didn't. And he was he so just, sloppy. He just rips like two chords and yeah, then just and then stands he just back. Kinda, he'll stand back, and Ron Wood would do that a lot, hit a chord, and then just... Hold both arms. Yeah. <laughs> they were both. <laughs> like a word I'm going to tell you, too, if a guy who's never seen the Stones, I'm not a fan. My wife's a big fan, so I went. I've seen better karaoke than when Keith Richards sang. Oh, did you see the Exodus? Did anyone look around at the oh arena? Oh, my God. Well, he knows that that's coming. But, you know, I like it when Keith sings. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was like, I said on the air, it was the feeling. In the arena, you actually got the feeling when Keith Richards came up and sang a song. It was the same feeling you get when the kind of heavy set guy has too much at a Christmas party and goes up with the band. <laughs> he can't well, you know sing, what? and it's just really embarrassing for I everyone there. It. I liked it. But, you know, I'm it was not, the same thing at, at Depeche Mode because... It's not compared to Depeche Mode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, so hey, I'm just, listen to the to end of... Everything back to Depeche Mode. That's listen to the end of my comparison, idiot. Okay. <laughs> All right. But you know what? Hey, I'm not done. We're moving on, Dave. We don't care about Depeche Mode. Listen, like three quarters... You were hired for more of as an off-air role anyway. Three quarters of the way... Job description. Three quarters of the way through the show... Martin Gore has his little portion of the set, and no he one, sings. No he, he's, he's the, what, what are you talking David about? David Gahan and Martin Gore are the. David Gahan? Are the, what are, are these people? They're the two main guys them. in Depeche Mode. Uh -huh. The two huh. singers. And yeah. so whenever Martin Gore came. Anyway, let's get back to good programming, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> My point is, is it's the same thing as when Keith Richards, it's like a built-in bathroom break and a built-in time for when you, when you give, Mick or when David you give an to go. example, Dave. Yeah. Okay, so you start with an example. If someone's talking about something that a lot of people can't identify with, then you give a more uh, broadly uh, appealing example. Who's You've the gone the direction no, no, no. from the Stones yeah. down to Depeche Mode. No, I'm just saying that... It's like when Martin Gore and... Yeah. If, if you were talking about Depeche Mode, then you'd say, it's like when the Rolling Stones do this like, use, a, use a time waster reference. Now, it's, it's, it's just like... Said, is, if you would have said John Lennon like, and, yeah. and Paul McCartney... You're supposed to, use, you're supposed to get wider, not smaller. <laughs> yeah, like if you would have said Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend or... All right, it's when... Uh, when John Paul Jones would have a drum solo or whatever. Okay, like, all right. Or, or is it was it Paul Bonham? I don't know. Or is it John Bonham. <laughs> John Bonham or whatever. Yeah. John Paul Jones Not was either. the basis. Okay. But yeah. So okay. You sound really hip, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> it's like Bon Jones. It's like um, it, when the Cure on their on their second tour that I saw. <laughs> Does Jagger have ten more years of performing? I he's wouldn't have thought he had this. And if he's if I he is you. on this health I, kick that he's on Richards now, Keith Richards doesn't though. Yeah, he's, yeah, but he's, he's been going for as long as he's always been on a health kick. You don't think he ever lived hard? No, I do, but he's always been in shape. I mean, if you he's read, always been not, thin. If you not, read like his this, books, not like this, though. Not like this. He's books. What 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 books has he read? If written? you read all the books that he writes. No, I'm well, saying, that's a really obscure reference. Who has read any Rolling Stones okay, books? Hey, wow. this whole show is not going to be an axe that you're grinding. <laughs> No, his oh. dad. His dad was a was a gym teacher, and who knows stressed, Mick Jagger's dad? And always Yeah, Mick party hard, but Mick was never. Mick never did heroin. You know what my question is? Is what accent is that that Mick has? No Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> no one. That, that's just Mick Jagger. Hey, and if you guys maybe know, he had a stroke like fifteen years ago. I think he maybe a little bit retarded. 
wanted. <laughs> yeah, have you seen my baseball? <laughs> <laughs> have y'all noticed the uh, the promo we're playing with Mick going? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You know that they fit. They we won't play the end of it, which he said. And home of George Bush. You're listening to 1310 AM KTCK Dallas Fort Worth. Home of the Cowboys. I can understand FM KTDK Sanger. And then after that, he goes and home of George Bush. And there's kind of mixed applause and some boos. And he's like, two out of three ain't bad. So I'm like, why don't we just finish it out? But Reiner goes, no, we just can't politicize anything. We can't act like, oh, we're Democrats or we're Democrats or we're Republicans. Yeah, I'm we're, like, are you kidding me? Reiner's arguing for a balanced show. We're vanilla. No, 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 no. no. He's <laughs> saying that's the that's the management. Their, yeah, management's decision. That's why we can't fit. I mean, that sounds so stupid to me. Out with the Mavericks, well, out with the Cowboys. But wait a second. That's, that's the part that sports are like. Yeah, we're realizing that it'd be funny if they finished out the joke. There was a joke there. Yeah, but who? How would you know? Why the are you joke? defending mixed routine? Yeah, yeah. I thought what? the joke was the Mavericks you? got no cheers. I thought that, yeah, that was funny. Joke. <laughs> Craig, I was sitting next to Craig during the concert, and he said, "At what point during the set? This is before they came on. At what point in the set will?" Mick, look up, see the Brad Davis jersey, and just stop singing and just stare at it. <laughs> the rest of the band just kind of pe- peters out, you know, peters out. We didn't say Brad Davis. You know, say, such confusion. That's the first time <laughs> I, I realized how, how sorry the Mavericks have been for their... I mean, I was at the Rolando Bro- Blackman and yeah, Brad Rolando Davis, and then a 25-year banner. I'll tell you this: <laughs> at least the sidekick banners years. are still up the, there. You know what's know. worse to me is all the stars banners. They need one yeah. Stanley Cup champion. They have Campbell Actually. Conference. I mean, they don't, you don't need any of that stuff. You need one Stanley well, Cup champion. It would be better if the Mavericks had won one division championship, so you'd have at least one over there. Well, they do have a division championship. Mavericks do? Yeah, like 87 or 88 or something like that. But I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so turn off Davey's mic. There goes Dave's two hours a week. Let's go back to Depeche Mode. <laughs> you know, um... Now, so anyway... Yeah, they're supposed to, he's supposed to be a 50-year-old gorilla, like an old, aging gorilla. His hair's going to be all matted, and he's going to be beaten down from beating up gorillas, or be dinosaurs and all that. Did you see Peter Jackson, the director? You know, Peter Jackson... He lost, he lost 100 pounds or something, didn't he? Did he? Yes. Yeah. It was shocking. You know Peter Jackson, the Lord of the Rings director, how big he is? Are we cool? Yeah, he got a thumb stomach, didn't he? Is that yeah. what happened? Yeah, he looks like 100 us. pounds. He oh, he lost it all? Yeah. He, he like, John Poppered out? He tucks it is that too obscure a reference? Yes. Okay, no. David, yes. Thank you. <laughs> David. But that looks like a keeper. Uh, oh, I'm all, I guys are back. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now. Not really. That's the first time you've ever played along with something and then dumped it. So, well, uh, I didn't think about it at first. Boy, I did. So, Colin, how's the press junket going? Who? I, I'm. I go by Gordon on the air. No, <laughs> you gonna go by eight? Who? All right, we gotta go. We're late. Uh, all right, it's uh, ten eleven on the ticket. <laughs>
heaven that must be. What dues those were. You guys didn't travel around working in other places. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? I was in Iowa for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Whatever. Ran the board there. Did a reporting job. I got a job Abilene. running the board in Iowa. So I moved up there. Then I moved to Abilene for two years. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. So... Mejia for a year and a half. Now, so I'm announcing that the show will El continue Paso to March for 1st years. until talking about it right now just kind of spurred me to think about it. And then I think, no, screw that. I want to quit by the beginning of the year. <laughs> Flagstaff for a year and a half. All right, let's go to instant reaction to Corby's resume. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. I'm so happy. I don't have to kill myself till March. Huh. Glad we put it off for three months. <laughs> Just think of how many more meals you're going to get to enjoy. How many good movies you might get to see. I've got to plan my last meal. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Is that why you put off your suicide? Because you had to plan your last meal? Oh, yeah. I just can't plan it far ahead. But now I can, I can start planning. See, yeah, it's, it's a lot of people have, have a date on the calendar. Yeah. It really is. A lot of people have... Ooh, sounds like he's getting ready right now. <laughs> um, a lot of people can't make decisions right away. See there, Dave? Yeah. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. What? What's that? Huh? You're on The Ticket. Tampons are amazing. Hold on, Corby. Corby's got a good point here. We'll get to that in just a moment. Yeah? Hi, you're on The Ticket. Hey, man, let me get on the air right quick, fool. Fool. You're on the era. Oh, sorry. You're on the era, and I'm not a foo. Oh. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Hey. hey. Um, I need this show, dog. You need what? I need this show. You need this show? Yeah, I need this show. Oh, you're addicted to this show. Ladies and gentlemen, T is joining <laughs> us right now. <laughs> no, I'm not T, fool. Say, uh... Why is he fool? I don't get it. Oh, Are you, he is he black? Fools. Is he black? Is he a black man? Are you an African-American black man? Yeah, I am. Okay, fool. Okay, fool. That's it. No, Norm, Norm just hangs up on black I think we've reestablished okay. contact. Uh, we, we called you right back, fool. Yeah. Okay. We, we've done blowed you up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, hey, man, what's that dude name? Uh, Michael Irvin? Something like that. Who? Cottard. Cottard? Yeah. Corby? Yeah. Yeah, Cottard. <laughs> I don't know. The dude that they had met out at the, at the uh, uh, USC game. Goddard. Oh, the Craig oh. and I met? Yeah, the, uh, yeah the, that was Goddard. The extreme yeah. snowboarder? Yeah. Yeah, man, that dude right there was funny, fool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I laugh at that. Right. Every morning. Yeah. Every morning. Yeah. Okay. So are you the black Mel Tillis? No. No, man, this Devon, fool. Devon? Yes, come on. Do we know Devon? Who? Yeah. Yeah, Devon emails me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's all I got. <laughs> it sounds like you got a lot going Devon, on these days. have a good weekend, my friend. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Sound like he went with the Wolanski morning. He had him a Wolanski <laughs> breakfast pack. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, uh, it's Corby there? Yes, Corby Davidson. Here till the end of the year, we have just announced. Hey, I've got a question what? for him. I want to know if weed is still swimming in the canal yet. If it's little kid weed. Did you name your child weed? No. Have a good weekend, my friend. Uh, you want to turn your radio down? Oh, sorry, Corby. Is this the Texas Tech guy? Hey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. About to go watch Plano on Southlake. Who's the Texas Tech guy? Oh, just some beat down guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm adopted too, Corby. 
Well, don't talk to me about it. Talk to your friend Dave. <laughs> what's up? Hey, uh, what's going yeah. on, Dave? Ooh, Haven't yeah. seen you since the orphanage. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, you know each other? Yeah. yeah, we do. We do. We made sweet love together in the okay. orphanage. Okay. Wow. I bet you that happens a lot in I'm orphanage. I'm not that yeah. smart. Gay love. You're so starved for attention there. Anything that works. I know. just want to feel loved. Uh -huh. All right. Hey, thanks for your important phone call. <clears throat> Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, are you serious? The the uh, rant's going to be over in... Uh, Struggling. Yep, December 1st. December 1st? Whoa. No, Corby says that... Is this a, Are you really deciding this? <sighs> yeah. Come I mean, on, I, stay I, with us till March. It's a long time. But, but this has been a staple in my life for like Maybe forever. I should quit by the end of the year. It'd be funner. What information are you working on that you're quitting? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, would you continue if we both quit? Uh, well, it, w it wouldn't be up to me. It would be up to Cat. If you were given the opportunity to? I would try and do something. The P1s would probably hate it because it wouldn't be Gordon, but I would try and do something. I like the P1s like me so much. You're the great Gordo. What no. would you do? A show Corby's by past me. You're <laughs> no, forgetting that Corby's no. past me. I have ideas. I have mm. ideas. Oh, dear. Hi, you're on the ticket. It's an all Depeche Mode show. What time is it? What time is it? 10.28 on the ticket. music. What the hell is that? This is Vince Neil. I thought he was a singer. How is this Vince Neil? Uh, well, I'm sure he's not playing. Turn it off for the love of clean goodness. Okay. Big story in the paper today for you, the P1. Oh, it's just so tailor-made for the ticket listener. About the tame deer? No, although we need to talk about that because they're going to blow it away. Did you see that? Yeah. I didn't read the whole story. I just saw the picture of this cute little tame deer. And he's, like, waiting to be let in. He's outside yeah. the screen door. He's waiting outside the screen door. They call him Juan Deer. Huh. But uh, he's always been kind of raised as a pet. You know, they'd feed him. He's very tame, very gentle. gentle. But now he's got antlers. So his privates are kind of starting to go crazy, so he's getting aggressive. Yeah, he's like, he's pinned his uh, caretakers up against the wall, and he chases dogs in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Are y'all talking about that deer? Deer? Yes, Corby. Oh. Go ahead. So now they're going to, uh, they're going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, they can't release it into the wild because it's used to being fed by people. Right. So they're going to kill him. Do you like corn? So, I'd love to volunteer to do it. Yeah. Just kind of hold out your hand with some corn in it, and then as he's eating out Turn of your hand... Turn the Glock sideways? Yeah, as he's eating out of your hand, just pull a Glock from out behind you and put it up to the side of his head. Towards real full metal jacket and the blood gets yeah. all over you. <laughs> How great would that be? Or sit, uh, while he's sitting there eating, put your head up against his, and then blow a bullet through your head and through his... <laughs> I think you should try and get the angle, like, maybe under his chin and angle it so the bullet, as it passes through his skull, barely misses you, and you get the most amount of splatter on your face. And you just collapse in a 
You didn't get oh, your bowl of blood? Oh, beautiful. It's so beautiful. You just smear it all over you. Juan Deer brain matter all over you. Well, poor Juan Deer. He looks cute. All right, but no, that's not the story that I wanted to get oh, to, David. Sorry. Allow a man a little dignity, damn it. You as producer are supposed to keep me on track. Yes, uh, get to the story, the lead story of the day. Gordon. Thank you, David. Was, You're the did worst you hear produ- that producing? That was pretty good right there. He's the worst producer we have up here. <laughs> worse worse good. than Gribble? Yeah. All right, then how do you explain that, that I constantly have him as my producer for whatever 10 years or however long it's been? Why am right. I always picking Dave? <laughs> you have no other options. Because I'm good. <laughs> All right, so front page, above the fold, Dallas Morning News. As we read paper to you, the P1. Okay, that's not what we're doing. We're giving our take on it. Boy, you are a horrible producer. You're defeating on air. Okay. So, the Dallas Morning News, uh, which I need to disclose I have a business relationship with. Because you're a quick calmness? Yeah. But I think this is, uh, there's something weird about this. Now, I know nothing, I know nothing about journalism. I know nothing about newspapers or anything. So, this is really me shooting from the hip here. I mean, they're, they're printed on newsprint. Well, and I, don't, I don't mean all that stuff. They're published every day. I don't need a primer, okay? Freak! All right, so they do this story. They do a sit-down. Barry Horn, I guess. Was it Barry Horn? I didn't even look at the yeah. byline. Yeah, byline Barry Horn. Huh. He says that uh, he sits down. Barry. Michael Irvin calls him and wants to do a sit-down interview with the Dallas Morning News. Why didn't he do it with Norm? He loves Norm. Well, he Norm. did do a sit-down with Norm, but well, he didn't well, do the didn't same Well, why didn't he bring T with him? I'm a thing. Nazi... So his deal is that he says, hey, T, the mysterious other that I've been pinning all this drug pipe stuff on, wants to do a sit down. And Barry, you're the guy. We want to sit down with you at a restaurant. We'll give you the whole story. There's only one stipulation. We get fried cheese as an appetizer. <clears throat> you pay for the meal. No, it was that you do not identify T. We'll tell you who, I'll tell you who he is, he'll show you his driver's license, everything, you can confirm his identity, but you just can't put it in the paper. So, the morning news, of course, does it, and it's their big story today. But doesn't that seem like, uh, something weird about that? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's it's the journalist's right to protect his source. I mean, he's got the scoop, he's got the story, he's confirmed it. Confirmed and what? How does he confirm the story? All well, he's got is another guy who's saying, hey, I'll take the rap for Michael. Come meet with hey. us, but I'll take the rap, and you don't even, even identify me. Well, I mean, to me, uh, basically, you know, T is the guy who Irvin has pinned all this on, and he takes the rap in person to Barry Horn. He says, yeah, it was my pipe. Okay, but, but if that's I, the case, then, okay, I'll go and take the, right, and the I, rap for, for this in front of Barry Horn as long as he doesn't identify me. Right, and it's, it's just like when Snoop's bus gets pulled over and one of his entourage takes the rap for, you know, the But that's taking a police rap. LSD. Now, is T saying that he's taking a police rap here? No. Well, because it's a misdemeanor ticket. It's paraphernalia. There was no actual drugs. It was just residue. So there, there's no rap to take. Well, it's, no, it's a still a drug charge. But it's still... Yeah, but it's nothing. It literally is a slap How do you know wrist. so much about drug charges? Well, I Gordy? read the story. Gordy. And you cut your hair. Don't forget, All you Mexicans also cut your hair. Dope. True. Oh, true. Here's some info that Corby has about drugs. All Mexicans do dope. 
No, so I don't think I, I think <laughs> I think the morning news was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, we'll do that. They don't care if they don't have to reveal the guy's name. That's no big deal to them. I don't think it should be. Well, no, I don't think it's any big deal. I don't think it's any big deal. You are overdropping. Yeah, you are. Nookie. Uh, all right, no more drops for right now. <laughs> it's no big deal if the Dallas Morning News doesn't try to straighten their tie mm -hmm. and do all this, you know, highbrow mm -hmm. thing. As long as they say, hey, look, we put in the paper what people want to read, bottom right. line. Right. Okay. All this. So you're saying this is a kind of a conflict of the morning news's general attitude? I think that the morning news ought to do more stuff like this. I think I think they ought to be more New York posty, and and get hipper and younger and right. all those. Because this of this does smack a little tabloidy. This is okay. Well, what's the story? Is that hey, uh, this person is real according to Mike and this person, right. but we're taking their word for it. It hasn't right. been corroborated by anyone. Uh, yes, I'm assuming so. I mean, we had the quote the other day from Irvin's minister, in, or Irvin's friend who's a minister in Houston, that, yeah, he did try and check someone in and they left the same day. But we don't know when that was or Which if that's no, the same person. I don't think anybody, anybody had any real questions that Michael had a friend that was in drug rehab or all that sort of thing. Yeah. I, hey, that story they, they may, may all be completely true. Yeah, but it may be totally incongruent. It may have absolutely zero to do with the pipe and the sunglass case under the driver's seat. Oh. <laughs> We're getting rid of I will. God, man. It was, it was just a misspeak. Yeah. You're unbelievable. I love that word, by the way. He's hey, rubbing off on you. I'm a short timer. March, buddy. That's true. March. I, lo I love the word bong with a different... Consonant at the front of it. Dong, you know, dong is a Vietnamese well, the, currency. It's the currency, and yeah. Okay. Well, why when I mention Vietnamese currency, everybody gets mad? Well, because you mentioned it in the context of sex. I did not. Can you and can drugs. you roll up Vietnamese currency and smoke it? Can you smoke dong? He's asking a legitimate question that's related to an above-the-fold news story. I know you can it's smoke... It's not above-the-fold, by the way. Yes, it is. No, I, it's not? Yeah, on the front page, on Holmes. The front page. Look. Top left. It's above-the-fold. Oh. God, that, that beat out bomb kills 10 Marines. Yeah. That beat out into the Iraq War. <laughs> they didn't even put that in the paper today. They're just saying... Is over? Yeah. So, but you know what? So I know you can smoke out of a bong, but can you? I don't know. Okay, That's not David, we, we've asked, we've had the question. Thank you. I right. honestly, you, I honestly don't think. Uh, well, if anybody's sitting there riding the fence as far as whether they believe Michael or, and if they read this story, if they heard Norm's interview, and if they heard him on ESPN, then they're going to think, oh my God, well he, why are we, why are we on this man? He's trying to help. He's trying to help someone get off drugs. He's the good guy. When in actuality. We have all heard, and I'm sick of this story, to be honest with you, but we've all heard so many stories about this guy that... From various sources that we don't know are credible. No. Right. No, that's not true. Okay, well, then what sources are credible that you've heard from? Oh, friends of mine who have seen him out, hanging out at bars and hitting on girls? Have you seen him? No. Right. <laughs> but, okay, but you... So I'm not to, but, I'm not but, to believe co-workers... All of a sudden, they're like, well, I, I, maybe have, that wasn't Michael Irvin, okay, but, but I talked to. But, but, have, have these, him. but have these people that you're talking about, these coworkers, have they seen Michael do drugs? No. Okay, but when you're saying that we've all heard stories about Michael... Dave, did you hear the interview no, no, with Norm? No, listen to me. When you say we have all heard stories about Michael, mm -hmm. 
that infers that we have heard stories about Michael implies. doing drugs. Implies. Okay. Sorry. All right. Because this story is about Michael doing drugs. So I'm just saying that when you make that statement. No, it, I'm just it, saying as a whole, Michael Irvin is, is, I think, a fraud as far as the way he positions himself as this man of God and this guy who, who I think lied to Norm when Norm asked him, do you still go out at night? Do you still go to bars at night? Is that one of your demons? No. No, I don't. That's, that's, I'm, look, I don't care if he does all this. I don't care if he smokes pot. I don't care if, he, if he's out hanging out with, with random 20-year-old girls. I, I could care less. But don't sit there and position Don't yourself. lie about it. Yeah. That's a whole thing. I don't, I don't care. Disag- I don't disagree with you. I was just clarifying your statement. Okay, so, but, and, all right, well, what about my point that why is the morning news writing this? Why, why is it Barry Horn's name up under there and not Michael Irvin with Barry Horn? I mean, this is basically Michael's story retold yeah, it's, again. It's a uh, autobiography as told to Barry Horn. Yes, that's what this is. She's dragging. So, what the is the new? Out. What is the new information? Nothing. That 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 man exists. That he is that, a real human. Okay. That's it. Then that's then that's an item. By the way, there is a friend of Michael's who did go to a drug rehab in Houston. Yeah. But there it is. You I got met the him. one one sentence. <laughs> but that wouldn't really fill up. No, it wouldn't. Above the but fold. you know what? And, and it's a very convoluted position I have on this. I'm all for them doing this kind of journalism. But I wish that they wouldn't at the same time try to be high-minded about it. No, it's, you know, this is just a kind of a lurid tale we want to read. It's a fluff piece. And, and it's above the fold on the front page. It's not in the sports section or the lifestyle, the bad <laughs> lifestyle section. <laughs> the guide live section. yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I guess we can take uh, calls on this. Well, I definitely, I mean, I know that you guys are sick to death of talking about it, but it is the, still the story of the day, basically. Why would Michael take a drug test? Because he can't. He said he would. When? He did. I thought he said, well, you know, if my lawyer says that it... I thought it was that. I didn't know it was like, man, right now. Does it think you want to do it? When do y'all want to do it? Y'all want to do it this week? Let's do it this week. Yeah. Let's been, hurry up and do it as soon as possible. But he's, I guess, that like the past week, he's been chugging as much pickle brine as possible. And he was asked, or uh, Dan Patrick asked him that whenever he was on the day after on, on ESPN. And, and, you know, he said, well, let me, that's when he said, let me talk to my lawyers and I don't know if I can do it. But with Norm, you know he said that he would take one. With Norm, yeah, but he still said, well, if my lawyers said blah, 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 yes, I would absolutely do that and... I'm clean. I have nothing to hide. And I've been cleaning. Norm asked me, have you, had, have you done drugs in the last two weeks? And he said, two years, try. Two years. How long does it take weed to get out of your system? I'm, not, a, I'm not asking for Mike. I'm asking for me. Weed is a month. <laughs> Coke is three days. Four days. What's that, Corpy? Weed is a month. Uh-huh. Coke is three or four days. So Irvin, oh, Irvin depending is, on the quality. So Irvin is going to stall with this lawyer excuse for a month, and then he's going right, to take a drug right. test. Is, uh, uh, right. Mm. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hey. Hey. I'm on the radio? Yes, you are, sir. Hey, I love you guys, but you guys are such hypocrites. <laughs> why is this such a, why was it a good thing and good journalism for him to uh, be on, for his uh, whole story to be on the front page that he got arrested, but it's bad journalism to point out the, uh, the accuracy of his story? Why, why is one good and one is bad? It's like if you were in a situation where somebody had falsely accused you, or, or it would seem that you were being falsely accused, 
you would most definitely want the, the same amount of attention to be shown yeah, to I, the fact that it's wrong. I don't you're, saying, you're saying, well, wait a second. You're arguing that Michael wants this on the front page. Yes. Uh, I don't think we disagreed with that. Michael okay. wants this on the front page of every paper in America. Right. Yeah, because... So, now, because wait, wait, wait. What's your point? I, I'm trying to understand your point. You're no, saying... You were you were kind of saying that this was uh, that this was bad journalism, or that it was being uh, that it was kind of uh, tabloid esque that it's still in the paper because it because it was executed by Irvin. Yeah, he this calls up and says, control. He calls up and says, "Hey, I want you to do a piece on this. Do this. This, this, this is, be is great not Barry page. Horn investigating T. This is Irvin bringing T to Barry Horn and saying, this is the story I want you to print.' Well, and, and you do have a point there, but I, I guess the whole thing is when you have a situation where you've been falsely, where you've been falsely accused, you would want the same amount of attention well, wait, to hold put it. on the truth on it. In, in all honesty, the, the, ba the of basics of it is Irvin was not falsely accused. Well, not falsely he was in, accused. He was in possession right, of right. drug paraphernalia. You're right about that. I'm, I apologize. If you have a situation where it seems as if you've done something that you haven't, yes. you would want the truth of the matter brought out at the same amount of, amount of time. Because... I think one of the points that he was making, and I think anybody that's ever had something happen to them where it's not actually what it seems like, is once it's out there, very few people pay attention to the real, the reality of what happened later on. All you remember is, hey, Michael... No, no, you're exactly right, and, but no one here is arguing that Michael should not be wanting this on the front page right now. Yes, this is Michael's Valentine. This is what exactly what Michael wanted, Yeah. which is that, hey, he gets to basically write a story and put Barry Horn's name on it, and uh, put it out there on the above the fold on the front page. That's great for Michael. Nobody disagrees that Michael should want that. So how how would you have done it there? If I was Michael? Yeah. How would you have done it? Well, no, 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 no. Uh, no, Michael, no, one, no one's ever said that Michael shouldn't want this or no. that Michael did something wrong. Michael did the exact right thing here. Yeah, we would have done exactly the same thing. Were we in Michael's position, whether we were right or wrong, whether whether Michael is right or wrong, whether it was his pipe or it wasn't, whether he smoked pot in the last two years or he or hasn't. Not. It's a great idea for Michael to say, hey, look, I've got a guy who says he's T, and will you write a whole story about how he's T? And, you know, I can prove to you that he was born, he has a driver's license. I can prove to you that he's had problems with drugs because he tried to check into this rehab. He, he can, he can this. recognize this pipe and claim that this yeah. pipe was his? He, he is willing to say in your paper on record that he loves this pipe. That his fingerprints are all over it. Right. Uh, it's great for Michael. What I'm saying is weird is that, is this what you can do now? That you all you do is call up uh, the newspaper in town and say, hey, look, I know I'm being accused of all this stuff, but I'll have someone that takes this the same story that I've already put out there a million times. I just want you to kind of rehash it, and I'll have a guy that says that he's this guy. I'll have this cardboard stand-up that proves my story correct. <laughs> well, it's a little bit more than that. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey. Hey. They're talking about the drugs and how long they stay in the system and all. I do believe if they do a hair sample drug test, which is this is Eric Earp. <laughs> Eric, oh. what are you doing? Calling, not telling us who you are. Uh, and how, how, how do you know so much about hair tests? And why don't you call the Eric Earp? Line, works, Eric. Do you still work in promotions? Part I think. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. All right. So how are you cheating your drug test? Well, I didn't cheat mine. Uh huh. But. I'm saying if you want to be accurate and go back the furthest, I do believe the hair sample is, goes back like six months or so. They'll take a small hair sample and do drugs. I don't know exactly how they do it, but that's supposed to be the most accurate. Oh, still drives me nuts. Okay. Uh, Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, I want to talk to Gordon about the Michael drug thing. This is good strong. This is good strong. Hi, Gordon. Hey. 
Hey, this is Rob. This is Latex Rob. Okay, hey, Latex Rob. What do you have to say? Gross. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about it. I wonder you paid the guy to come and pose as a guy named T. You think he paid the guy? Well, I, I, think, I, I think he got a, a, a doppelganger to come and, and uh, you know, say all this stuff for him. I mean, you kind of stole my thunder a minute ago. You know well, what? I don't, I don't think that. I think this is, look, you, you want to know what I think right now? Based Let's talk on about it next. All of this. I'm producing. Okay. Crystallize your thought. Lock it away in your brain and tell it to us next. Okay, I'll give you the real story next. One Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You're listening to Gordon Keith along with Gen X, David Lane, and Corby Davidson. And we're talking about the Michael Irvin thing. Big story on the front page of the Dallas Morning News. Michael Irvin brings tea his mystery man, his racer ex, his quote-unquote his brother. brother. Brings him to an interview with Barry Horn of the Dallas Morning News. They go sit down in a restaurant, I guess, and talk, and this guy proves that he's T, although I don't think his name even starts with T or anything. He proves his nickname is T. Right. And supposedly, if you read this story, this is a guy that Irvin met when he was playing with the Cowboys back right. in the early 90s, and they just started running together because they both liked chasing women and doing drugs. Right. And so it's front page story, and kind of like somehow we, we got to talk about it. So ba but the problem <laughs> is, the thing is, although this is huge news on the front page, you would think, by looking at it, what is the new news? What is new about it? It, it, it basically, it fleshes out the story, but, right. it, it, but it's Michael Irvin's version, and T's corroborating version mm -hmm. you know that's what it is it's, it's Michael which I Irvin's think is spin. great you know here's the bottom line is it's interesting and fun to read I read it I looked forward to reading and I saw the, the headline and I, did, I wasn't just thinking you know man for my job I want to read this I was thinking oh this is interesting I want to hear what Michael said he's finally produced the guy it is, it is following the soap opera of it. it is interesting how all the little pieces, you know, there were like separate pieces of this Irvin story that came out, you know, that it it was my brother's pipe and, you know, I meant to throw it away and I'm I, my brother's pipe keeper. Yeah, I meant That's to I put it under the I put it under the car seat. I put it under the car seat and meant to throw it away later. And this guy was supposed to be in drug rehab and all these little pieces that came out, it's interesting to see them spun into a narrative. How, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's true or not, whether it's really what happened or Irvin finally got his story straight and came up with the outline to tell to Barry Horn. It's interesting how it's all woven together. Or maybe Barry Horn organized it. Yeah. You need to put this here. Yeah, this they is. had it all on note cards <laughs> out on the dinner table. All right, and Corby is conspicuously silent on all this. No, I, well, first off, I'm tired of the story. Yeah, I am too. Let's I take really calls. <laughs> High on the ticket. <laughs> High it's on the ticket. 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the end. See yeah. Oh, I guess that was the end. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hi, you're on the ticket. You know, I just don't understand why it has to be here. You solid whore, you little... I'm sorry? We have something bleed over, sorry. I know it's human nature to judge. Oh, my God, But, you know, it's... I'm the devil, you talk to me. He's a saint, and if he's not... You hearing that? Are you hearing some bleed over, ma'am? What's your name? Which thinks is funny. That Dina. was a big laugh. Who? Dina. All right, Dina. How old are you again? Uh, I'm so old. And 42. Forever. I'm 32. 32. 32? Mm -hmm. 
Ugh. That's all right. Right on the borderline. <laughs> How many kids you have? I have one furry four-legged child. <laughs> Let her make her point. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> My point is this. Oh, yeah. He's all right. No, no, really. No, no, I'm sorry. Yes. You ever kissed a girl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have? Oh, yeah. She's done it all. Really? All girls have kissed girls. Really? Don't let them lie to you. Upside down? What? Yeah, like what does that mean? 16, we have slumber parties, and we all make out and have pillow fights. So you think that your mother has kissed a woman? No, not my mom. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. All women. Okay, all right, this is what you need to do. Uh, for me to understand what your point is on this Irving thing, I need some pictures of you. <laughs> do you have these available? I do. I email you all the time, but, you know. Oh, hold on. Let me go back through and check. <laughs> I sent you that link about the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, and I told you to go get your bod hot. Like, now. Yeah. Why are you doing this radio show? Get out there. So get out there and just work on my body and stop doing this radio show. <laughs> well, maybe this one in particular. Will no, you date me then? Will you date me then? Will you date me then? Hmm? Will you date me then? Please um, go out with me. I'm really sad that you guys are even considering stopping the rant because it's brilliant. It's well, brilliant. I need to work on my body. Well, <laughs> I need yeah, more just time. just work out for two hours <laughs> I need Saturday more morning. time to work on my body. All right, what's your point on Michael Irvin? Okay, my point is, is that if he's telling the truth, he's a saint. Blah, 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 blah. Jeez. That's all they do is talk. Hi, you're on the ticket. Uh, this is Chase. This is who? T. Oh, it's T. Yeah, he does he, have a raspy yeah, voice. Talks just about yeah. a whisper. Oh God. T, turn your radio off. Yeah. Where's Dina? I want her to call back. You hung up yeah. on her. It was an accident. Okay. You said blah blah blah. You're a hater. Women go on. I have epilepsy. Tourette's. A.M. Not the same. A.D.D. No, nothing. Yes. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, go on. Yes. Hey, uh, what is Michael's? Like reflecting all this stuff because his wife is really the one on drugs. Uh, I highly doubt that. Are you are you kidding? Pretty, highly doubt that. Yeah. She's his anchor. Yeah, didn't he say, tell Norm that? She's the one weighing him down? <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. <laughs> She's his boat anchor? Hi, you're on AM radio with AM radio personalities. Hey guys, um I just my only point about this is we need to get newspapers, quote unquote, like have in Britain. The Dallas Morning News does not need to be doing stories like this because they're never going to get video of Michael Irvin at clubs, nicking, sniffing coke, office strippers. We need newspapers like that here in the U.S. that don't try and be journalists. They just come out and say, we are scum collectors. You know, we've been, no American cities have that except for New York. And if you had that in Dallas, like the Dallas Post or the Dallas Sun, then we'd get the real story. See, I like Wouldn't the, that be great? I like the way the Post does business. I like reading the stupid, campy, cheesy Skip Bayless headlines every single day. The page six? Not the page six stuff, but the, you know, if you, if you go to right yeah, now... Yeah, Dave, to the, shut up. If you, go Sorry. To the, if you go to the Post right now... <laughs> I hate myself. I bet you there's something funny Where's on there. Dana? Go ahead. Hi, you're on the ticket. She's not going to call Hi. back. You just hated her. Well, I'm, I feel bad about it. I feel guilty. Hi, you're on AM radio. This is T. Okay, T, please stop calling, sir. No, he's giving us an exclusive. Okay, what is your new information? That's my pipe. Thank you so much, <laughs> T, for joining us. I, I like to smoke up that pipe and lick on the lobster claw. Uh, huh? What? I guess that is additional information. Yeah. Hi, you're on the ticket. So what's wrong with doing marijuana? We all do pot, don't we? 
That's true. Well, sir, I do not do the pot marijuana. Oh, pot yeah, time. exactly. Pot well, I was caught doing pot with my anchor last week with Norm. I'm so confused. Hi, you're on the AM radio side. Yeah. Is this T again? Yeah, this is T. Okay, thanks, T. Hi, you're on AM radio. Are you Dina? No. Oh, but you are a female. Yes. Barely. Uh, no, very, no, very. Oh, you are? Okay, okay. How so, old are you? So the, the C too is not pronounced? You're too old for you and you're too old for me. Hmm. Do you smoke? Uh, no, I got this voice at 16. I wish I had, could say I did. Mm. Who cares? Well, why don't you, but you know, why don't you try to talk a little bit higher? You ever thought about that? <laughs> Does it? Like when I, Corby, what are you doing? I know who that is. What? Why are you hanging up on her? Because you know what? She calls your stupid uh, ladies' cornered thing and every week. It's, it's that girl. Why can't I? I'm, she's a human being. Am I not allowed to speak with her? You hung up on Dina, who had good points to me. Act, just go ahead and <laughs> it. Does, this, right. not, does this not creep you out? This. Uh, sorry. Are we moving on? Are we? I, I, I hate Michael Irvin talk. Okay. I okay. hate you it. Be done let's, with it? Let's done wrap with it. it up. I hate it. Let's wrap it up. Okay, let's have the final word. Wrap it up. You believe that he's a fraud. No, I believe that he's a man of God and I love him. And I all I look at him is is a receiver who helped the Cowboys win Super Bowls. That's and all, all I, I want to do is talk to women. All I want to do is use this show as a vehicle to meet and humiliate women. Humiliate. Is that wrong? Yes. Can I take back the humiliate part? Is that allowed? It's out there now. I'm right now. I'm calling a meeting with Barry Horn to do a story about me above the fold. Can I be your tea? Yeah. Will you come along and be my tea? Eleven Eleven on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. Hey, big doings coming up tomorrow. You know what we're doing tomorrow? Cowboy game. Football. Oh, theater. I love that. Thirteen ten. You know, the only problem I have with doing that yes, is, sir. how do you sync up at home? Well, Corby, last time we did it, there's there's basically three different times the game occurs. Broadcast time, mm-hmm. cable time, and satellite time. I know. And I think that's in the order of their immediacy. Their immediacy, yeah. So, last time we synced up to the cable time. So it kind of splits the difference? Yeah. Because that's so frustrating when you try and, like, listen to... It doesn't make sense. Brad and Babe, and they're, like, screaming about a play, and it hasn't happened. It happens, like, two seconds later on your that's TV. That's why you can't do that. Yeah. Because I love Brad and Babe, and there are times that I really want to listen to them, but I can't because it drives me crazy. I think this is a really good idea, what we do here, but it just it's got to be hard to sync up completely. Well, do you want us to just not do it? No, because I think it's a good idea, and I think it's fun when we do it. Are you it. doing it with us? Next, I'm, the next week. I'm going to check in on it, definitely. Why, why am I having to do both of them? How are you getting away with one? I backed out of the first one. Oh. I wish I was invited. Well, come on up. No, I'm not big time enough. No, you are not invited, because we're already paring down the delay to two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have no protection. Freaking scorched earth. Anybody see Oprah on Dave the other night on Letterman? Is no, that all we're saying this. about 
ticket theater. Yes, football, Star football theater 1310 starts at noon tomorrow right here on the ticket. And if you've never experienced it before, what it is is watch the game, turn down the sound a little bit, turn up the ticket, and you'll be watching the game with me, Grego, and Giorgio. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. We riff on the game. You know, it's... It's based on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Right, right. Which I was a huge fan of that I show. I love that show. And so we came up with this idea, well, why don't we do it for Cowboy Games? And we did it a couple times last year, and people really liked it. It was, And we loved it. It was so much fun doing it. Because it's the closest we can get from just being in everybody's living room, watching the game with them and joking around. And watching the game with Grego is always fun. Right, because that's what I do with my friends. We, we, we watch the game, but... You it's, it's a running commentary right. the whole time. Right. It's a big joke session, too. So, anyway, listen to us tomorrow right here on the ticket at noon. Now, Corby has a couple of things that have gotten under his skin. He thinks that South Lake is turning into an Aryan nation. And he wants to move there desperately into Hitler Heights. <laughs> that may be the first uh, subdivision named Hitler Heights. Look at these kids on the front of the, this newspaper, Quick. Quick, huh? Well, one of them looks... Well, first of all, I won't let you... I will, will not let you speak negatively of the paper that I work for. Queek. Queeky. Sorry. Queeky. <laughs> I, I love queek. Queeky. It's pretty half-assed, this paper. It really is. Oh, my gosh. I actually like it. I think it's changed a lot since it first came out. It's, they're tr it's trying to be very attitudinal. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing that... Bilo is letting one of their products become that way. It's not so as big good. as the real paper, though. That's the whole point. It's queek. Queek. Anyway, yeah, so there's, do, a, there's a picture of these, queek? of these South Lake kids with their dyed blonde hair trying to be more and more Aryan. Hitler for Satan. <laughs> I'm sorry? It's <laughs> the name of my new band. Wow. Hitler for Satan. <laughs> Gosh. What would ever possess me to say <laughs> that combination? Why did of you say I don't it? know. I, I would love to see like a the logo for that band, like a swastika with a devil head in the middle. God. Does it not weird you out that that lily white pasture of land over there is they're now all dyeing their hair bleach blonde and okay. they're real good at sports. Answer and, me this. And they I won't they I, won't allow people of funny colors over there? Not, that's not true. Well, they keep them out economically. They right. don't do it legally. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how the South Lake Carroll thing... Do they allow apartments to be built in South Lake, by the way? Probably not. No. They probably zone against it just to keep people out. Good idea. So how does South Lake... And doesn't in Highland Park pretty good? What do you mean? Yeah. In football? Yeah. Have, yeah. They, get, have they been eliminated or are they still up? They're in their play today. So how is that? How do you... By have, the way, Tongan... I thought white equals poor uh, athlete. Tongan use in the uh, semifinals today, by the way. Not a lot of these kids will make it to the pros. Well, but okay, why is it? How can they a, dominate? As a team, they're really good. Okay, well, what happens to them when they go to college? Why does that... A lot of these kids will go play college ball. Yeah, but they, generally they don't fit the physical mold to be a top 1A player. Right. They're not big and strong enough. Right. Has that ever been explained why black people just are just, so much better than us? Jimmy the Greek tried. I don't know. Or do you just, we try not to ever explain it because it's like, what? What are you talking it, about? It's just a hot potato. You are, there any, are there any African Americans in sport? I, I mean, I don't know. Are there, why? I don't, I, who they're is sports? Better. They're just better than Who us. are Ismake? 
But I, I think I definitely think that high school sports, or high school football at least, that it's de- definitely physical skill plays a part, but coaching and scheme can oh, yeah. turn a, t- a team into a winning program. And the coach is really good, Todd Dodge. And they do have a couple black kids. Nate Newton's son is the starting running back. How'd they let him in there? He's got a record. Not his son. Oh, you mean how they let him in the, the neighborhood? Yeah. He's a cowboy. So that cancels out a record in being black? I think so. The rich athlete exemption? But I pull for them to lose. They play Plano today, Texas Stadium, 1 o'clock. I'd love to go to that game. but Get hey, ripped you, in the parking lot? You make light of it, Corey, but there is real discrimination out there. In Southlake? I don't know about Southlake, but in the world, certainly. Well, wow, that's insightful. <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> but in the world, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being here. So did you see Letterman the other night with Oprah on there? Speaking of blacks. I did not see it, Corby. Okay. The average Letterman audience. Now, this is the first time Oprah's been on his show in 16 years, okay? It's a pretty long time. Uh, Stop playing with the megaphone. That's That's his normal voice. What are you talking about? I'm the producer. I'm I'm having kind of a cold cold right now. He should have the... Yeah, I'm the producer. I need to be talking through that. So tell, tell me about this. So, uh, Oprah? Apparently, uh, Letterman. Uh, Why did. Flying at 36,000 feet. Uh, Can you turn his mic on? Why, Why did. Airline pilot guy wants to join you for this story. Not my mic. Hoss. Hoss. Corby, I am Captain John Davis. I will be assisting you here in this. Beautiful Saturday morning segment that you're doing here on the ticket. Okay. Why are pilots such lazy talkers? I don't know. We just have to kind of talk like this and uh, get a little breezy on you from time to time with our inflection. So Letterman's Letterman's typical audience on a nightly basis over the last decade has been 4.3 million viewers. And what, what is Leno? Six. Okay. Oh, 5.8. I'm sorry. So Letterman gets 4.3 million. Oprah shows up. Doubles? 14 million people watch. Wow. I hope he was on that night. I hope he gets some uh, viewer attention out of that. That's the thing. That's the thing. I watched the whole thing. She was on the whole show. I T-voted. I haven't watched it yet. She's on the whole show. You will never see Dave kiss an ass of of anyone more so than he did Oprah. Really? It was was unbelievable. So there was no tension whatsoever? No. He didn't want there to be tension. Right. Yeah, he can't afford to be adversarial. She came out immediately and said, I don't know what this thing is about this feud we have. I've never had a feud with you. And he was like, okay, well, me neither. And then they just, he just went on to talk, not about what a good talk talk show host she was, but just about what a great humanitarian she is, which she is. Yeah. Captain speaking, if you look at your left wing, we're flying over Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're really not. Uh, The weather in Albuquerque. What do you mean she's not a good humanitarian? I think she's. To, uh, I think she's overrated. Why? She gives millions sign. and millions of dollars, and, and she talked about you're that. You're free too. to move about the country. The country. I, I bet Captain you. Captain John Davis again just got word my wife left me, so I don't think anybody's making it to their destination. I bet you, celebrity-wise, celebrity-wise, she gives more percentage-wise of what she makes than any other celebrity out there, maybe okay. outside of Angelina Jolie. Okay. I'll give you that. I just think that... Captain speaking, just had a gay affair with the co-pilot. Uh, currently, he's sitting on my lap. Now be a good time to... Go ahead. 
you turn it off. Just, just hit the off button. Once again, this Go has ahead. turned into a suicide mission for me. Uh, you're free to move. Free to move about the country. We are having a report of a dial tone somewhere in coach. If someone could turn off their phone, we'd appreciate it. It's the hotline. Just want to make a quick announcement to the people in uh, the plane. There's a hot girl sitting in row 22. Uh, she's uh, in seat B. Since uh, no one's going to land, you might want to have a turn. This show did so well that the Late Late Show, hosted by Craig Turd Ferguson, had that its highest ratings ever. That show's awful, by the way. Yeah. It's the power of Oprah. Oprah's the most powerful celebrity in the world. She really is. And wh what? Your captain I just gnawed off my leg. <laughs> what finally possessed her to go on Dave? Because she didn't need to go the on color Dave. color purple. What? The color purple. What about it's all it? purple on the they're, inside. They're re-releasing it? No, the Broadway show. She's, she's the producer of it. Oh, that okay. Yeah. Get with the times, man. You're really out of it. You're really out on pop culture these days. Yeah, I know. Uh, only three times has Letterman had a bigger audience. His debut... On CBS? Yes. Think about this. His debut and two shows back-to-back -back during the Nancy Kerrigan-Tanya Harding drama. That's it. And then Oprah. Well, somebody come up here and saw my neck off. And kiss me. What? Tell me they love me. Captain John Davis with you again right now. That wasn't your name earlier. That wasn't. Who's talking to me? Is that you, Corby? Yeah. All right. Welcome aboard. You, uh, Thanks. You're riding in the plane right now. You're riding real hard for me. You know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you, Corby. I know. Sitting I'm looking back at there you. in the plane. Yeah. All horny like. Yeah, I'm pretty horny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gonna come up to the cockpit? And why? I'll let you fly if you let me kiss you. <laughs> Come on. What, are you scared, Corby? No. God, imagine if a captain just, <laughs> just went nuts. Everyone hostage like that with his... Uh, yeah, Corby. <laughs> sitting on <laughs> row 13, aren't you? All horny yeah. like that. They're all horny. Yeah. You want to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Corby. I'll never guess what I'm doing right now. Oh, oh gosh. What? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> What's our altitude? Oh, I don't even care. Oh. <laughs> As the beverage cart is sliding down the aisle. <laughs> the full nose. Here, I want to <laughs> produce the show next. Oh, geez. What's oh, that? Lord. All right. It's uh, 1131 on the ticket. Hey, three R's, it's Gordon, along with David and Corbett. 
Corbett Scott. Let's get to the segment. All right. Let's do get to that segment. This is the portion of the show. What did you tease? In which we dance. Oh, I teased that I was going to tell you what really happened with the Irvin thing. And then that was like four segments ago. Reset. What? Remember that? No. I don't remember. Remember I said, I'll tell you what this is. Which one are you? Which host are you? Hello? I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. So that means time for phones. Let's go to the 214-787-1310 is the telephone number. I'm going to come over there and punch you out. I I swear. That drives me crazy. You were just the pilot. Yeah. That was the pilot. This is director guy. Yeah. Hello? That's a different guy. You're talking to me? Address me. The ticket. By name. Yeah, guy, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get on the air. I got an Oprah story. She came down to San Antonio to uh, take a picture. Who is this guy? All right, hold on. All right. Let's pot him up. Let's All right, him. let's I'm go here. to the phones. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket, sir. I got a story for you. Uh, Oprah came down to San Antonio. Oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Way to make that look that's what it says on my screen Great here. Job, Dave. She do a picture on the, uh, to take a picture with the soldiers who wore the you know, lose This guy black ass. You know, you've got a, you're a little Hispanic, aren't you? <laughs> He's black. Yes, sir, I am. Yeah, okay, we'll take this with a grain of salt. Go ahead. No, Mexican. no, no I, I was there, and uh, she was taking a picture, of picture off, and then she decided to... Uh, want to trend to whites. But the soldier said, go ahead, and I had a picture with her. She goes, nope, I got to go to the gym. Took off and left. Well, good. So she, you're saying that she keeps healthy. She's a big black fraud, brother. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, sir. Let's not have any more brown on call black him a, crime. Call him ethnic slur. Go ahead. Hi, you're on the ticket. Oh. Hi, you're on the ticket with uh, some Hit another line. some personalities. Uh, I'm a personality now? No, you so aren't. What's up, guys? No, you aren't. You can't be one. You have to be on the radio to be a person. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Uh, I was going to just say, I called in a few weeks ago and talked about how I was hungover, and I meant to say that I went to the My Morning Jacket show the night before, and I meant to say, Corby, you should have gone to that, but I was hungover, so I forgot. But that's all I have. All right. Thanks for posting a correction. Here. A correction to a call that no one remembers. Right. Hi, you're on the ticket with the AM radio guys. Fellow gay man. Yes. Yes. Hey, as far as Oprah, I thought, uh, on a more uh, straight note, I thought Dave really seemed sincere with his old uh, interview. It wasn't funny or anything, but I thought Oprah came off kind of arrogant and pompous. Like, she kept looking at Dave kind of uh, out of the side of her eye, like, what, what's coming up next? And I just didn't think she came across well. Well, she was and, probably uh, on the defensive. Like Corby came off the show. What? Throw it to me. All right. Hey, we'd like to bring in Corby. Hey, guys. Hey. Yeah, I saw the show. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Corby. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about your experience with uh, seeing the show. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about what I experienced as far as the show goes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I agree with you. We got to let you go, man. I'm sorry. Apologize for that, but um, we had more pressing issues to get to. Take line two. Let's go to line two. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Wonderful. Good. Just going to the Carroll game. I wanted to pass along. Thank you for your support. Um, well, we don't really have a lot of support for Carroll. We mentioned in the. Tom, you have a lot of support for Carroll. We have a lot of support for Carroll, actually, right now, especially. Yeah. Back off that statement. Um, you know, not as much as we used to a few seconds ago, but it's it is still there. It's it's inherent in, in what we do here. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your call. Let's go to line three. Let's go to line three. Hi, you're on the ticket. Line three. 
Yeah, there was a Children's Medical Center benefit concert mentioned last night on the uh, concert calendar. Uh-huh. Kind of back on Children's on. Medical Center here. Though. You know, we don't really support the Children's Medical Center as much as we do the Adult Medical Center. Well, they do good work. The they do good work, sure, but, but, we don't like them. but we don't really like them. Thank you, first call. Thank you for your call. Good line one. Let's hit line one while we're at it, taking phone calls around the horn here on the ramp. Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, you forgot to mention the late Wendy Jo Sperber was in the great movie Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. You know what? She was. I remember Wendy Jo Sperber being in... Yes, you're right, caller one. You don't really recall her. I don't remember that, though, as much as you do. Thanks for your call. Line two. Line... He didn't, he didn't tell you to thank him. Line... I'm sorry for that mistake. Line two. Uh, we don't have a phone person on the other end, it seems. I don't know what wait to do. Up, see if they, see if they get on okay, we're going to wait. Just gonna hang on and see if they pop mm. on the phone. Sir, are you there? Hello. You can't ever tell with these the new phones today. Speak a little bit louder. Maybe a wire, wireless phone. Caller, are you there? Caller, are you there? He's probably not there. Let's go on. Oh, oh we're we're calling yeah. somebody. If you'd like. Hello, ma'am. You're on the rant. You're 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 on the rant. Ask her what her point about Urban is. Did you hear what size our? You wear? Did you hear our Urban rant? And if she, she, hello, let's move on. Let's go. Let's go. Slut. Line one. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to offer my service for the last show of the rant in March. I completely disagree. with I don't what have you're any saying. idea what the hell you're talking about, sir. What are you talking Make about? Make him feel small. Hello. Um, do you not? Are you a minority? What are you talking about? You probably make less than what, twenty thousand a year? Tommy don't like blacks. I'm not a big fan of black people. <laughs> hey, is this T? Hello. Yes. Hey, no. Hey, listen. I'm calling. The, are you guys shutting down in March? Tommy can't understand a word he's saying. It's like uh, some sort of Portuguese you're speaking. But more black. But. More black. <laughs> Ask me if he's there. Are you there, sir? Hello. Okay, go ahead. Continue. We're, we're having a conversation. Go no, ahead. I was just, uh, you know, in honor of the ranch, it's probably shut Can down anyone understand this guy? Is it just me? Hello. All right, now I understand him. Okay, go ahead. I, I think I'm picking up what you're saying now. Go ahead, Holmes. Okay, uh, I will try to speak more clearly. Tom, he's got a good point. Yeah, I got a great point. Uh, um, I would like to perform a live suicide on the air on the last show of the rant in March. Tom, we already have one booked. We have one booked, sir. You do? Yes. Um, can I explain exactly how I would do it? Um, yes. It yes. involves a nail gun, a circular saw. Tom, we're out of time. We're out of time, sir, but thank you for your phone call. I appreciate it. You bet. Go to dial tone. Oh, dial tone, let's go to you. Okay. And it's 11.46 on the ticket. Thank you. Yes, the end of the rant. This is our last show. No, I just it's not. decided. I thought we were going until March no, and then I January. Just, we were going to March, and then I just decided this is the last one. It's better off if we quit now on a high. <clears throat> yeah, after we've had airline pilot guy, we've had director guy on, we've had T on. T called several times throughout the show. Of insanity. I hate this guy worse than any other singer in the history of Who is rock it? and roll. I don't know his name. So climb aboard. Isn't this the guy that did Mr. Yeah, Mr. Roboto. We'll 
Joining us now is... Hey, guys. Is... <laughs> I'm Dennis DeYoung. Hey. Oh. How are y'all? I was just playing ball with my dad in the backyard. I have an old mitt. And I play ball with it. Are you following this? No. Are you sorry? Are you eternally young? Is that your bit? Am I? Why do you sound like you're 10? Oh, you know, music keeps you young at heart, David. It really does. If you do music, then you'll stay very young. And play mitts with your dad in the backyard. Dave, I'm thinking maybe we should drop in. Who's that? Is that your producer that's talking into your ear? Dennis, I think we're going to have to let you go. Why? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I mean, I, we're really I, appreciative that you called in today on the last rant, but we don't, we don't understand you. My t-ball game it until three. He's actually 65 years you're, old. You're 65 years old, and, and you're, uh, you're a burnout. Not at heart. It doesn't matter. Not at heart. But at heart, the sweet Jesus makes me so young. Why don't you kill yourself, Dennis, and then you'll have a legacy. You want me to? I'm very impressionable. Go ahead, tell him again. Yeah, you should probably kill yourself. With, with a gun. Really? Do you have a gun there? Does your dad have a gun? Yeah, I have a, he has a gun. Tell him to get it out of the closet. Get, get it out of your dad's closet. It's in his, it's in his nightstand. Do you, know how, do you know how to work the safety, Dennis? Yeah. Okay. I have it in my hand right now. Okay, just unlock but unlock what the if safety. I live? No, you. Living's not. It's not. Worth living it. is not worth it. You've so lived so a full why? life, Dennis. I want to see so many He's other rich. things. You're, you're, you're wanna, rich, and you've seen it all. You've I seen it all. Living and being rich no. and seeing no, it all you've, again. You've seen it all. It's over for you. I think I think that you uh, need to cock the gun now, Dennis. Please. Oh, I don't want to do this. Are you sure? Hold it up to your chin, though. Good work, Dave. That's good work, Dave. Thank you. I used to work for a suicide hotline. <laughs> well, you'd be the worst. No, it's a suicide prevention hotline. Dude. You understand <laughs> the job. I thought people were wanting encouragement to follow through with it. Yeah, you you were yeah you're worthless. Yeah, she's right to leave you. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. It is lonely over the holidays, isn't it? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, you're never, you're never going to find another job. <laughs> so we just heard a sample of what Dave used to do when he worked at the suicide hotline. Didn't you really do that? No. You didn't? No. What kind of hotline did you work for? Did, did I work for a hotline? I thought you did. I never did any telemarketing. Or I thought you stuff. did work for a telemarketer at one time. No, never did. You know, George used to work for a telemarketer. Oh, yeah, well, a lot of people at North Texas did because there was like a telemarketing firm that was based up in Denton. Oh. You know what's funny is to get the calls from like your alma mater. Like Julie gets calls from Texas Tech people asking for money and it's stupid. Who's Julie? That's my ex-wife. The one that just shot out your baby? That's the one. And for that, she got a divorce. <laughs> but it's always like 18-year-old kids When the calling. baby came out um. black, she divorced you? <laughs> Are you allowed to make decisions in your household? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay, we can, we're at Texas Tech, and we're very happy that... Listen, I really don't have time. I need graduated to get going. From, Thank can you. Can you hang on? Wait, that you okay. graduated from there, and we're just wondering, yes, we're I, having a fundraiser Yeah, thing. I appreciate it. I'm it's really, gonna be, really it's, I've got to get out the door right it's now. It's a fundraiser. Really, I, you don't understand. And, My leg is off. And we I have need, to go to the hospital. And we need money I, for I you. I had a serious accident, ma'am. If you can just give us some money, then I that I way, need that to way, leave. That way we can do okay, good things at Tech. I am now bleeding. I have lost most of my blood during this conversation. and other things. If you can just give some money. I must go, ma'am. Are you making household decisions? I'm trying to make one right now to go to the hospital. Thank you. Can I talk to someone who makes better? No. <laughs> better decisions for the household. <laughs> I 
hate what that. Hey, have you guys noticed the now conversational, um, the conversational directory assistance girl? No. Every time I call 411 on my mobile phone, it's always, oh, hi, what can I help you with today? You know, pre-recorded. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what listing, please? Uh, the number four stands blue note on Greenville. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good listing. Could you repeat that again? <laughs> what service do you have? I don't know. But it's like she's overly conversational. Even when she asks you to repeat something, it's like, oh. I hate uh, the what, what city, please? Dallas. It sounds like a great place to live. All right, I'll connect you. <laughs> the airport lady does that, too. Yes, I know. It's the same lady. Way too nice and helpful yeah. and conversational. <laughs> Denver, I hear it's nice there. <laughs> Are you visiting what, family? What flight number? Uh, 146. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty kick-ass flight number. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll connect you at no additional charge. You want to meet up there for a drink? <laughs> You're a computer. <laughs> oh, but she kind of does something for me. She kind of sounds kind of hot. So I love her. Would you bury it in her motherboard? What? What was that last thing that you said that I didn't understand because it was so foreign to me? I was speaking black. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take one more phone call. Hi, you're on the ticket. You get the last word ever on the rant. Hey, who do you it's guys think will be the first ticket person to pass away while y'all are on the air? That's a good question. Good question. Norm be the first to pass away. Then Reiner. Reiner will be the first to retire. Then Frida. Now, who will be the first to quit? That's a good good question. Chris Arnold. The richest ticket guy is Craig Miller. Um, uh, Grego? Who's the gayest? What's that? Grego will be the first to quit? No, the the richest? No, no. Nick Craig is? Craig has more money than, than Grego. Craig hasn't spent as much money as Grego. That's right. true. See, and that's what it's all based on. I think we've all basically made the same, but it's who's spent the most. So, all right, sports fans, talk to you never. <laughs> this is The Ticket.